this is WTM. Watch this movie. What? <laughs> How you doing? Oh, good for you. Oh, wait. I ain't drinking up. First, you gotta do the Trump shuffle. Obviously, you're not a golfer. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. W-G-M. Watch this movie. Well, we should probably get this show on the road. Yep. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a quick one, because I'm not sure how long my voice is going to last, but yeah, we can I try think, it. I think it'll be a shorter one. Uh, this is WTM Watch This Movie, and I am Eric Mulder. So he says, wrecked him, damn near killed him. Joining me today, as always, is Mr. Positivity himself, Brett. Yes. Chicken dippers! You got a couple announcements for us, Brett? You got something cooking? Yeah, we got some stuff in the works. Uh, I posted on Twitter today. Uh, Made a brand new logo for the show. What are many new logos? Which, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably be releasing some variations of that. Uh, also, a new Mr. Positivity Wolfie T logo for for you fans of that. You need a plush toy. I know, right? <laughs> I don't That's know. Need. I don't know how, how we get that. Um we got some stuff cooking, so uh, fans of the show, stay tuned. <laughs> Probably be making an announcement on Twitter soon, and then have more details on our next recently seen episode. I bet uh, Steve from Movie Drone would be all over that. I hope so. <laughs> I hope he likes it. But yeah, um, did you tweet out the Teespring? No, not yet, not but yet. I'll do it. I'll do it probably in a, over the weekend. Okay. Yeah. More on the merch to come. Oh, shit. Are you? I was just teasing it. It's merchandise. We're going to have merchandise. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll we'll get we'll get the link out there soon enough. And then we'll we'll kind of run down the stuff that we have available on our next uh, uh, recently seen episode. Yeah. People just been clamoring for merch up and down. I hope so. so. <laughs> Help get the word out, you know. Spread the word, you freaking turd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, apologies for my voice. Just getting over, you know, one of those May colds. I've listened to about six podcasts in the last two weeks where the one of the people on it apologized for having a shitty voice for having a cold, hmm. and none of them sound that much different. Yeah, so. Well, I'll try and let you take the reins for most of this ep, since this is your wheelhouse, your area of expertise with Dolomite. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. I've I've watched each movie like twice, <laughs> so I don't know if it's my area of expertise. I only just discovered it a couple of years ago. I went to the uh, radio spots uh, on the special features for this DVD. Oh, yeah. I can't no. remember if I, I was watch those or not i was like that would be a sweet little clip to play you know radio spot for the human tornado yeah and they were like all for disco godfather and like uh, a couple other movies oh that's right because it's i think they put those on like every disc for the whole collection okay and then it just runs it's just like 10 ads one after the other and they're all virtually the same it was like six and a half minutes of ads and they were pretty <laughs> much damn near all of them were for Disco Godfather. Yeah. I still haven't watched the Disco Godfather. I, I probably should. I've been slacking. I need. I was going to try to watch some more of that collection uh, over the weekend, but I didn't get around to it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Should you Do you want to mention, remind people, this was news a few months back, uh, Netflix greenlit a Rudy Ray Moore biopic. That's right. Starring Eddie Murphy. Which will be, be coming fantastic. Out. I don't know when they're filming that or when it's coming out, but I expect probably next year would would be a release date. Yeah. You think Andy Murphy will pack on about 10, 20 pounds for the role? That's what I was thinking when I heard about it. Like, he's too skinny. Yeah. You know? and not, I mean, Rudy Ray Moore isn't fat or anything like that, but... 
He's well built. Well built, but like yeah. with no definition. <laughs> like he's he's like nineteen seventies fat. Yeah. Like he's he's twenty nineteen average, but nineteen seventies fat. Yeah, I guess. We'll be looking forward to that. He does have some nude scenes in the human tornado, so you get a good look at him. Yep. At the physique. He even works out during one of them. Oh, I don't remember. When they're laying in bed and they got a... Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I I forgot about that for a second. I thought you meant the actual act after that was no. the workout. That's because he got fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the implication is that he got fat. I mean, he looks pretty much the same from Dolomite, though. Was he that much? Do you think he was skinnier in Dolomite? No, I think he's about the same. Yeah. I don't think they were that far apart. Maybe a couple of years. Uh, I suppose we should go over the details here. The Human Tornado from 1976, directed by Cliff Rockamore. Rockmore? Rockmore? Yeah, the Dolomite, the original Dolomite, was directed by Derville Martin, who is not in this one. I don't think he was involved at all. There's a litany of writers on here. Uh, Ridley Moore obviously is credited for the characters that he created. And uh, he created some song lyrics. Um, special dialogue by Jimmy Lynch. Screenplay by Jerry Jones, who went on to own the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I think he were, I listened to our old Dolomite episode a couple weeks ago, and I think we made the same joke on, on that yeah. one, too, because he wrote that one. Uh, the director, uh, what's his name? Cliff Rockmore. The only things he's directed were The Human Tornado, Petey Wheatstraw, which is another Rudy Ray Moore, and then Rude, which is a Rudy Ray Moore live stand-up. Okay. Uh, starring Rudy Ray Moore as Dolomite. Lady Reed as Queen Bee. Jimmy Lynch as Mr. Motion. Gloria Delaney as Hurricane Annie. Howard Jackson as himself. He's the world uh, karate champion. Lord Java is himself. J.B. Barron is the Sheriff Betty or Beatty. Yeah. James R. Page as Jimmy. Jimmy Page is in here. (laughs) Jerry Jones is Detective uh, Pistol Pete Blakely. So see the guy get shot by Dolomite after shooting the sheriff's wife. No, he was the um, he was the black detective. Okay. Who I believe was in Dolomite. He was the first movie, too. Okay. Ed Montgomery is Doe. Herb Graham is Cavaletti. And Ernie Hudson is Bo. I didn't and even recognize him. I didn't know he was in there. I did right away, but then again, I on the cover of the DVD, it's, it says something like introducing or it's like a featuring... Uh, uh, Ernie Hudson, or might be on the back. Yep, including a young Ernie Hudson. I was like, oh, I know Ernie Hudson. That's about it for the cast, I suppose. And yeah. You're correct. There's a very unique uh, plot synopsis for The Human <laughs> Tornado. A flabby black comedian defends his community from attacks by stereotyped whites. <laughs> the whites. <laughs> I wonder what kind of person wrote that. A flabby black comedian. <laughs> probably one of the stereotyped whites yeah. wrote that. It's probably the, the sheriff. This movie features stereotypes of most races or groups. Yeah. You got stereotypes for blacks, for whites, for gay people. Mm-hmm. See any other groups? <laughs> no, it wasn't that diverse. Yeah. Yeah, there weren't too many other groups <laughs> represented. <laughs> And the LGBTQ community only had one person as a representative. <laughs> and he was he was 1970s, uh, you know, movie gay. Like, he was fabulous. Yeah, very flamboyant and over the top. They right. didn't, uh, you know, he was, he was a stereotype for sure, but they didn't, like, I don't think he was discriminated against in the movie. Yeah, I mean, they just By the other characters, gave a poor I mean, representation, but then again, they did that for everyone, I suppose. Like, the other characters, they were, they were more annoyed at his over 
exuberance than his homosexuality, yeah. which isn't usually or isn't always the case and stuff like that. So then again, he was with Dolmite and his crew, and I think Dolmite and his crew are probably a little more open-minded than, say, the sheriff and his deputies. Yep. Um, so my first note here is uh, some quick editing early on. Um, do you think it's actually a better editing than Dolomite? Well, just overall. 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 Sound was better. I, I, I don't know. Maybe some of the editing was... Because I know it starts out with him performing at the club, which apparently is in Alabama or somewhere else. Okay. I don't know where it was. The uh the sheriff's deputy or the sheriff's car said it was Abel Monte County. Hmm. Which I don't know where that is. But then they had You and a, I would know where counties are. <laughs> and then they had to drive to California. So it was somewhere outside of California. Um but yeah, during the uh his performance at the club, I did notice he had quite a few costume changes between jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Just a couple. I had to do a double take. I'm like, what the fuck? Did he? Yeah, he's wearing something completely different. <laughs> All right, I got a clip here. This is from the, right after the credits, where he's uh, telling jokes. Yep. Yes, I have been rough. And you know, I'm all so tough. I'm bad, and sometimes I get very mad. I've been known to be mean. But right now, y'all can look and see that I'm damn show clean. And I see a lot of lovely people in this house tonight. Look at this big fat man. My, 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 girls, look what y'all could get if you was lucky. Well, I say one thing, he can lay heavy, but he'll never go deep. I bet he tells the average girl, you may not know I'm in there, but you'll damn sure know I'm on there. This big fat lady with him. My, 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 my. Young lady, you got the same damn thing them little skinny gals got. But a damn sight more of it. Is that your husband? Ain't that a damn shame? You need your little skinny man, baby. You and that man get in the bed together and try to do y'all's thing would be a mission impossible. <laughs> Another dollar a half, and another dollar a half, and another dollar a half, 
And one of those fellas looked at him and said, nigger, where is your balls at? He said in Vietnam. That's <laughs> <laughs> some good stuff. It's a bit of like uh, player haters ball. Little bit. I was like uh, Don Rickles for for a black audience. <laughs> I don't think Don Rickles could get away with the uh, your lips make it look like you're wearing a turtleneck sweater. Yeah, I'm sure he couldn't. <laughs> it did get a little meta there. He says, uh, you know, you're so ugly you could stop this motion picture. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, that was good stuff. Good uh, insult comedy for sure. So from there, uh, there's like a, a bit of a house party. But it seems like it's more of like a like a charity event. Yeah. It's weird because so Dolomite ends up donating his house. But he says, I give it to the uh giving it to the man who started the f- like the the housing fund. Yeah. Something like, like that. How, like fun for like the youth. Or like the, the boys' home or something <laughs> like that. And it's like, why don't you give it to the boys? Well, I, I assume it was well, I don't know. I wasn't weird. That's what it was just a weird way to say it. I'm sure that's what yeah. he's doing. I, I honestly wasn't paying that close to attention to what it was because it's not that important. Yeah. <laughs> it's just to show that, you know, he's quite the philanthropist. It's it's a little bit uh, to show that when the rednecks show up uh, thinking the worst that, you know, it's the opposite. It just goes to show that. All those people up there are good, you know, uh, giving people and they're, mm-hmm. you know, giving back to the community and and just makes the villains look even more villainous. Yeah. And even dumber than uh, this next clip makes them out to be. Well, you uh, will mention, too, that Dolmite is a little distracted at the party because mm-hmm. he's uh, whoring himself out to a white woman. Yep. During the party, and she can't wait. Yep. Happens to be the sheriff's wife. Yep. You'll find that out in a, in a little bit, but... In our third clip. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, was it Jethro and his mother? Yep. Roll uh, along, and uh, they see up on the hill there's a, there's a house full of black people having a good time, and so they must be up to trouble. Yep. Here's a clip. Jethro, stop the car. What is it now, Ma? Look, yonder. Something's going on up there at that big house. You're right. Something is going on up there. Hey, why them, them people up there is having a party? God damn, Jethro. Them ain't no people. Them's niggas. Well, by God, you're right, Ma. Them's these niggas. Well, well, they gotta be niggers because it ain't Halloween, is it? Come on, Jeff, let's step on it. Well, well, where are we gonna go? We're gonna find the sheriff. We gotta tell him you ought to know about this. You're right. Yeah. The the white people in this movie are really racist. You think? <laughs> I thought it was a bit funny that because uh, so, it ain't Halloween, he says. Yeah, that, that was what I wanted to point out. So I was like, so is this what the governor of Virginia was talking about? <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah, back in that day, like Halloween, everybody was going around in blackface. Apparently. I mean, I don't think blackface really kind of faded out of mainstream culture till the 80s. And even then, it took, it was a slow trickle. Yeah. Because obviously... Especially, I just don't think it stayed that popular for that long. Especially maybe in the, in the South. Yeah, in the South, I think it was especially still popular. I don't know. I've just... I don't have any facts or sources to back that up. I'm just, you know, casual observation. Because it seems like they kind of quit doing blackface in film, even for, like, I don't know, uh, quote-unquote non-racist purposes. Yeah. You know, like Holiday Inn or something like that. That was in the 50s, I want to say. Or, like, quote-unquote innocent. You know, it's all bullshit. But uh, Holiday Inn, I think, was the... 40s, 30s or 40s. Guess I can look it up. I forget. It was uh, World War Two, I think. Thereabouts. 1942. Yeah. 
I remember a Marx Brothers movie where they do it, um, uh, although it's in a scene with dozens of black actors in it. Mm-hmm. So technically that didn't take the spot of any black actor. But Well, even in Holiday Inn, they do it as a celebration of Lincoln's birthday. Mm-hmm. And it's, hey, look how great all these, you know, black people are isn't it great that lincoln freed them from slavery yeah but it's all white people in blackface who are doing mm. the, the act yeah that's where it's pretty shady um but i don't know like i don't know if there were movies that were you know like portraying white people as black people like other than like as a comedic device you know with any regularity after you know, maybe the 1920s or 1930s. Yeah, I guess I'm not sure about all that. But hey, you would think it wouldn't, it'd be out of fashion by the end of the 50s. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was still used as a comedic device for at least till the 80s. Yeah. Even in the 90s. Like, even today, you, you see it from time to time. Yeah. I mean, obviously there was Robert Downey Jr. or Tropic Thunder, but... Yeah. I mean, people don't want to remember that. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel did it. <laughs> or Sir, Sir Silverman did it. Yeah. You a know. lot of comedians did. And it's okay when they do it because they're trying to be funny, but right. apparently when that governor did it, it's like, uh, isn't he trying to be funny? Like, I don't no, agree that, with him doing it. But No, that governor was Democrats, and he's saying, <laughs> he's saying you can't prove it was me, so I'm not, you know. <laughs> it may have been me. In the blackface or the clan hood, but you can't prove it, so I'm not going to resign. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. So, and then, the, like, in the 80s, you had the, what, the Soul Man, where the, uh, I forget what the actor's name is, but he he darkens his skin so he can pass as a, a black person so he can get into college. Yeah, on, I guess I don't know uh, that Affirmative one. action. I haven't seen it, but it's a it's a pretty well known movie. Okay, but uh, yeah, there's definitely been a lot of use of blackface through the years in the movies. But I think just in culture in general, it was probably it's implied in this scene, obviously, that in the mid seventies in the South, it was still commonplace for white people to have parties where they're dressing up like black people in blackface. Mm-hmm. On Halloween, but any other day of the year, you know, <laughs> you know it's not them. All right, here's uh, who charges into the uh, sheriff's office? I believe it's Jethro, because Jethro and his mom are like, we got to go tell the sheriff. Yeah, but it's not Jethro. It's not. It's some guy who's in the sheriff's office. Let's yeah. see if he says his name. All right, now we'll we'll, we'll find out with the clip. Wake up, Sheriff! It's an emergency bullshit! Don't look your hands up! Oh, shoot, Sheriff! It's me, Charlie! What the hell's the matter with you, Charlie? Shit! Well, I'm sorry, Sheriff, but there's big trouble brewing! Trouble? You gotta be wrong, Charlie. We don't lie none of that around here. Yeah, well, the ones who's causing the trouble must not know that. These niggas. You know that big house that sets up on the hill? That fancy nigger's house? Yeah. Well, there's a bunch more niggers up there. You fooling me, boy. Nah, I just talked to Jethro Goodlow. Said there's a whole bunch of them up there just carrying on something awful. <laughs> that does it, Charlie. That does it. <laughs> you go round up some of the men. Ain't gonna be no niggas left up on that hill when we get through with them. <laughs> Just carrying on something awful. <laughs> right. What? I did have written down it was Charlie. Yep. So I should have got that. Uh, do you remember the uh, when Mad TV did the Son of Dolomite skits? Yeah, a little bit. The uh, Aries Spears, correct? Yeah, Aries Spears was the Son of Dolomite. And then they basically had... Will Sasso as the sheriff from this movie. Mm. And then uh, who's the big tall guy? I forget his name. He was Charlie. Okay. 
because he had the red shirt on and the suspenders and mm. sh- that shit. And they were always, it was like an amal- amalgamation of, amalgamation of all the Rudy Ray Moore characters because it was Dolomite and then the two, sh- the sheriff and Charlie from Human Tornado. And they were always stealing his pimp cane, which is from Petey Wheatstraw. Okay. And then they were always meeting up at the warehouse in Pasadena, mm-hmm. which is from Human Tornado. Yeah. So they talk about Pasadena quite a bit. <laughs> Pasadena. So yeah, I, I think we discussed on uh, our Dolmite episode. That's kind of the first introduction to Dolmite I had was the the Mad TV uh, spoofs, uh, the son of Go- son of mm-hmm. Dolmite skits so they round up the boys and then uh you know sheriff gives the order shoot to kill if you have to yeah uh they all break in sheriff gets kind of rapey as he's about to do it's his nuts i need though that was pretty sweet (laughs) girl needs him right in the balls yeah and then he uh so he's chasing one of the uh, the party guests down the hallway, trying to get all handsy and mm-hmm. get up in there. And uh, he stumbles across into the bedroom where Dolmite is fucking the sheriff's wife. Got a little clip from that. I think uh, this type of scene was uh, somewhat common back then. I The one that it reminds me of is uh, Melvin Van Peebles' movie Watermelon Man. If you remember, I, th- I think I talked about that on the, movie, on the show. I can't remember. But it's uh, a white insurance salesman just wakes up black one day. Okay. And uh, one of the... Uh, the white woman in his office has a fetish for black guys. And so he sleeps with her. And then like, she, like he wants to leave her and she wants him to stay. And like, or no, he, he got offended because she was objectifying him, mm-hmm. you know, as just a, you know, fetish item. And so she, he claimed rape on him too, even though she was a willing participant. Which is the exact same thing that happened to Dolmite in this movie. And I, I'm sure there are other movies that have that same trope where, you know, a white woman is having sex with a black man and then she gets caught or something happens where she gets upset by something that happens and then she turns it and claims rape on him. Mm-hmm. And obviously, back in the day, they probably took those a lot serious, especially in interracial uh, situations like that and obviously in this case the sheriff is uh ready to kill both of them yep charlie immediately shoots the wife kills her yep goes to shoot dolomite but he's uh, too quick and shoots charlie first and then he books it out the back door which is kind of funny that uh mad tv used that charlie character because he's only in there for like three minutes yeah like he's got a very short uh, screen time. He uh, ends up uh, jumping over the, I guess, patio wall. I guess yeah. you want to call it that. And they, they do like a editing joke where they do an instant replay. Yeah. In case you don't think he actually jumped. And he does a voiceover. They, you don't think I jumped? Watch this. Yeah, they give you an alternate angle. And he's butt-ass naked. Yeah. Jumps Which, and falls down this steep-ass hill. That's got to be uncomfortable. Yeah. It's going to be a rocky ride <laughs> to roll down butt-ass naked. But, uh, yeah, Dolmite's crew is, is there. They pull up in their car, and they got a 
book it out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't they can't hang around. They're being chased by the sheriff and his men, of course. Yeah. And they lead him to uh is it a quarry, maybe? Is that what you describe it as? Yeah. So I I have one line that Dolmite says once he gets in the car that I liked. He goes, uh that motherfucker got me in bed with his wife, and now he wants to take my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get the car chase on, and it's through the backwoods. And then, yeah, they end up at like a, they go through a cave, and then it's, I don't know, yeah, a tunnel. it's like a rock quarry or something like that. But uh, And they, they set it up to ambush him, and uh, he... Which I don't know how he got so far ahead. This is the same thing happened in the first movie. Like, mm-hmm. they were... Bumper to bumper, and then somehow Dolmite and crew had enough time to pull way ahead, park, position their car, and then go, you know, hide into a position where they can ambush the the trailing car. So this is a rhyme that he says right before he blows up the sheriff's, well, one of the pursuing vehicles with a single shotgun <laughs> round. Right, he blows up two cars. <laughs> You really can see where a lot of uh, rappers were influenced by Dolomite with, yeah. with rhymes like that. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking ass. <laughs> we'll wrap the shotgun around his motherfucking ass. Then they uh, they got a hitchhike for a ride. They've yep. been walking for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, their feet hurt. They got to get a ride. Is this before or after they get on the phone and call up Queen Bee? Oh, I don't remember. Because um, that's where they, so when they hitchhike is when they're going to California. So they must have called beforehand. I think they called like halfway through because they made a pit stop so everybody can go to the bathroom. Yeah, I have a. I just kind of My skip. note there was car blew up fast slash uh, going to Cali. Where were they? You know, because I was wondering where they were as well. Yeah, I think he uh, he called Queen Bee on the way. He just knew that he was going to get help there. Yeah, because I just kind of skipped that. I have the uh, the car chase, and then he blows up the cars with a shotgun, and then the gay dude stops to give them a ride for a ride. Yeah, ride for a ride. <laughs> um but they quote unquote kidnap him and commandeer his vehicle. And I got a little clip from that when they throw him in the back with uh, Dolomite and uh, who was the other dude in the back? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember all their names. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the clip. By the way, where are we going? We are taking your car and you to sunny California. Can you dig it? California? You heard it. Sweet tea. My, my. I never thought anybody kidnapped me. Plus, take me to California. It must be my lucky day. Dreams do come true. <laughs> and there he is. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, who is this line? I, I wrote down. This is the ladies. Oh, no, that's right, because they stopped to use the bathroom. And the one guy had to go so bad that he went in the ladies' room. There's yep. just a fat lady sitting on the toilet. And, and he's, he's just standing there, just staring at her. He was trying to pee in the sink, I think. And she yeah. just, like, slap it away. I, I'm i pretty sure uh, Rudy Ray Moore did the voiceover for the lady <laughs> on that one. Mm. <laughs> because it was definitely a dub. It wasn't her. This is the ladies. It's <laughs> just the dumb scene that they threw in there. Um, I yeah, I think that was happening while Dolomite was uh, making the call to Queen Bee. Yeah, so while this is going on, um, yeah, Queen Bee's establishment is doing very well, and it yep raises the uh, raises some. the ire of the mob bar down the street. Yeah, Vincent Joe. Vince, I think, is Cavaletti, mm-hmm. or maybe Joe, as I forget. One of them is local. He runs the, the club down the street, and the other guy is like in Miami or something, and 
He says, you better get your, uh, your, you know, business up or we're going to take it out on you. So they hatch a plan to kidnap Queen Bee and her top, uh, top ladies, top performers, I guess. I was so confused at first because, uh, the mob guys are all pissed off at this. Queen Bee's bar is doing all this business. I'm like, what the fuck do they care for? It's <laughs> it's a black, it's a you know a black club for black people, yeah. run by black people. I was like, that's not their fucking clientele base. I was like, they probably don't even want black people in their clubs. And then it shows their bar and it's geared towards black people. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so this is one of the few. Well, they're in know, the same neighborhood, so you, yeah, you, I guess you kind of, I guess that makes sense then. I mean, other movies or history has shown that. You know, they maybe didn't want black people in their clubs. Right. <laughs> I They probably, you know, I, I, the only thing I can think of is they're in that neighborhood and they're trying to exploit the community. Yeah. I mean, they'll you take know? money wherever they can get it. So yeah. it makes sense if they're in this neighborhood, they'll just serve to black people. Yeah. But get so the- my question was answered pretty quick when I saw their bar. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Yep. And then, uh, you know, after hours, Queen Bee and uh, her crew are cleaning up, and uh, a couple thugs come in, beat the shit out of her, and then they kidnap two of her girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it gets dark for a second. It's, like, not funny. It's just, like, serious. <laughs> right? There's a couple of those scenes in here where it's like, wait, what? <laughs> well, it was kind of cool how they did it, because they... They knocked Queen Bee down behind the bar, and then, like, so you couldn't see her, and then you just saw them just, like, punching down and kicking down, mm-hmm. and it's like, that's pretty good, you know? Yeah. It could look kind of hokey, but at least you can, like, go full force without having to do stunts or, yep. you know, make Queen Bee take a bump. That's a wrestling term. <laughs> and when, I got a note here, so when Dolomite and his crew get to California, Maybe you can explain it. I go, what the fuck was with that apple scene? <laughs> That's what I, I wrote down that line, too, because it seems so out of place. This was like a montage of them, like, getting into town, and, like, he gets out and buys an apple, starts walking, eats it, says a line to himself, and then it cuts back to him, like, in the car again, <laughs> driving away. I don't know, because he says, I hope these girls in California are as good as this apple. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Nothing to do with anything else. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to pad the runtime. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's any deeper context to that. There's like a whole subplot of him trying to find California women or something. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. But but yeah. he was he was in California in the first Dolomite because Queen Bee's club is his club mm-hmm. or his old club, I guess. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. They're, uh the guys who, the guy whose car they they rode in was really excited to be in California though. Yep, they even gave him some money for his troubles. I know he's like ninety seven dollars. It's like yeah, I don't get kidnapped every day. I hope we get what did, what did he say? I hope we get kidnapped to go to the Hollywood sign or something like that. Well, he'd have to be. Uh, he loves California, and he'd have to be kidnapped to leave. Oh, to go back home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which is really stereotypical, but. It was funny. It worked in the context of the movie, I think. Yeah. So they go looking around everywhere for Queen Bee. She's not at her house. The business is looks to be shut down. Yeah. And uh, they go to the mob bar. To look for Hurricane Annie. Yep. And I got a clip from that where Queen Bee kind of lays it all down for him. <sighs> Queen, what's happening? What in the world are you doing in a joint like this? Honey, shit done got heavy. Cavalier lady sent some of his apes down, beat me like a dog, and kidnapped TC and Java. Kidnapped them? What you mean? Kidnap him and force us to come and work for him. And said if I didn't come and work for him, he'd kill him. Cavalier must be nuts to think he can get away with some shit like that. Who the hell does he think he is? That's what I want to know. He must think he is a new godfather or some kind of shit. He's pissed because I was making more money than he was. 
Hey, come now, look. The rice is melting, Queenie. What's with the chatter? Uh, those are just some friends of mine, and he was uh, looking for somebody. Friends, huh? Now look, sweetie, since you work for us, you can't have any friends. Now get back to work. Well, folks, I uh, want you to know the next act is about to start. I want you to catch it. You'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Joe. So Joe. That's the jokester. Joe Cavaletti. Yep. Vince is a guy in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> you love it And then from there uh, Dolmite and Annie are Back at her place And we brought it up earlier Dolmite's, in bed. Dolmite's looking more like Doamite <laughs> am, I am, right? I right? <laughs> am I right? Am I right? Doamite Am I right or am I right? Or am I right? Am I right? Am I right? We got the uh the cables over the the bed so they could do some like overhead uh, shoulder exercises or whatever. Wasn't it it some of it hooked up like tying underwear together? <laughs> it's fucking weird. Yeah, like yeah, it was really weird. It was really janky. It looked like uh that was probably something like a home workout remedy in the seventies. Yeah. For sure. They didn't have CrossFit. In Work out in your own in the comfort of your own bed probably was their you know Almost, selling point. It almost looked like one of them things that uh, Jerry's uh, dad used on Seinfeld that he hooked up to the uh, the doorknob on Kramer's apartment. Mm-hmm. Just swinging back and forth with the with the resistance cables. A little bit almost like nine to five in his bedroom <laughs> <laughs> with the garage door opener. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Old Damney Coleman. So they get the fucking. Let's see. And then they finish with a banana. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get that potassium. (laughs) (laughs) There are some weird scenes in this movie that you just scratch your head at. But but they're funny. But the, uh, well, that's happening. The sheriff has made his way out to California. And uh, he's talking to the uh, Los Angeles County Sheriff. About Dolomite and how he, you know, killed somebody or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's going to put his best man on it, who is uh, Detective Pete Blakely. Mm. I don't know if you got that clip or not. Nope. But uh, Blakely is uh, he's a little upset because he's been going after Cavaletti. Plus, he's supposed to be on vacation for two weeks. Now he's being told that he's got to go after Dolomite. Yeah. And he doesn't have beef with Dolomite. Because Dolomite killed the sheriff's wife, even though it was really Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) And the sheriff, he doesn't know that Blakely's a black man until later, and uh, his racism just pours out. Mm -hmm. You can see that he's definitely less progressive than the L.A. sheriff. This is about the same time that uh, Dolomite goes to um, the... uh, Cavaletti's house in costume and he sells the painting to Cavaletti's wife <laughs> oh I, I forgot about that yeah yeah I have, Jeff gets, the same time. I have Jeff gets murdered before that I forget how Jeff got murdered me too and then they have the torture house in Pasadena it's and like the uh, what's her name like Morticia or whatever from uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves I didn't see Prince of Thieves. Oh, I didn't. She was like the witch that kind of lived in the, I guess, in the bottom of the castle. <laughs> that did deeds for the, and spells for the she sheriff was, of Nottingham. She was just excited to torture. Mm. Yep. I guess. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, it was like, I don't know what that character was referencing something, or if they're just like, let's have a fucking crazy old lady down here. Yeah. Yep, and then... Uh, yeah, you're right. Dolmite puts on a disguise, and he goes to Cavaletti's house and meets Cavaletti's wife, and he uses a painting to arouse her. Yeah, seduce her. And this, this is the weirdest fucking fantasy scene. 
I've ever seen. Yeah. In terms of this, like her dream, because it's the, the painting is of a black man and a white woman, yeah, you know, intertwined and whatnot. And so this fantasy sets off in her head, and it's like a, in the middle of a magic show. There's all these different black guys coming out of this. It was like a it was like a children's bedroom. Yeah, with a like an alphabet block, bed, like a big ass alphabet block, and she's on the bed. Feeling herself. Mm. Made out of those blocks. It's spelled out bed. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And then the, uh, I don't know, the other block. This is like, I think it was a toy chest. Or a chest. Yeah, a chest of toys. Come one naked black dude after another. Yep. And then they're coming down the slide. and Yeah, there's. <laughs> it's very bizarre. <laughs> it's very strange. And then uh, Dolmite fucks her. Mm-hmm. But then it ends with basically a tornado ripping through the house. That's right. <laughs> he turns into, a, I wrote down Dolmite fucking Mrs. Cavaletti like a human tornado. Yep. So he lives up to the, the name of the movie a couple different times. Yep. The uh, the ceiling falls on the couple in bed. It, it literally is like a tornado rips through there. Yeah. And does she, so is she dead at the end? Because she looks, <laughs> like she's supposed to be dead at the end almost. She's laying off the bed. I don't think she is, but. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe he fucked her unconscious. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, probably. He's got that prowess. Oh, my goodness. What a strange sequence of events. Yeah. Those are for a loop. <laughs> right? Because it's, you know, there's some weird stuff that happens throughout, but it's pretty much based in reality. And then when they get into that fantasy scene, it's just like, oh, damn. And then he really is a human tornado. Bringing down the house. Yep. So on there, from there, let's see. If they, they go to the house on the hill in Pasadena, and then the Abel Monte sheriff is really racist. Because yep. I think that's when he found out that Blakely was a black man working mm-hmm. on his case. <laughs> and he starts dropping N bombs. Just a lot. And then the LA sheriff is like, I don't know what the problem is. Let's see. Oh, how about that that fight scene where Dolmite fights like 30 guys in a row? Is this, uh, in my notes here, is this uh, where he can scale tall buildings in a single bound? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He jumps to the second story. It's at least 30 feet up. <laughs> like, and he's jumping up and backwards. <laughs> I loved how they filmed that scene. Because he's doing the, like, cobra style kung fu. And he's like, you know, get the cobra movement with his arm yep. on his head. And and then he's just like, you know, kung fu fighting just all these thugs. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's clearly fast forward. You know, they... They sped up the t- the film to make him look faster. Yep, which just looks weird compared to the rest of the movie, but it's so fantastic. Yep, it's one of my favorite scenes. It might be my favorite scene out of the movie. Uh, I think this is where that clip comes in where he rhymes again, where he says he's going to get Cavaletti. Yeah, because he uh, he he breaks into the torture house and he he saves the girls. Yep. There was an elaborate setup to kill the girls. It wasn't so much torture as it was mental torture at the end to actually kill them because it was just like yeah. a candle was going to burn a rope that was going to release a bed of spikes, basically. Yep, and then the other one had a grenade that she had to hold between her knees. Mm. She was on like a like a little cylinder rolling, whatever, rolling pin type thing. And she had to keep her balance and not drop the grenade. Yep. I didn't catch that character. There was a character in there who was doing all that stuff to them. I didn't catch his name. It wasn't there two of them? There was the old lady and then there was another guy. Yeah, I didn't know who He was. got kind of rapey too. He was like feeling up the one that was on the the uh, torture, the human torture rack. Mm-hmm. Which is also Lex Luger's finishing move. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Dolomite saves the day, at least at that point in time. And then he, I'll play the clip here where he rhymes again. 
Oh, can I, before you do that, I just want to mention, that guy I was talking about, was his beard painted on? Yeah, I couldn't, wasn't sure. Because he looked like one of them old-timey, like, silent film villains yeah. where, where they just painted his beard on. Yep. Yeah, I can see that. There is a clip. Music kicked me and didn't bruise my heart. Rattlesnakes have bit me and fall off and die. Yes, I fought my way in here because I'm rough and ready. So girls, let's go and get that motherfucking cavalry. Love it. Yep. I love it. Meanwhile, Kev Waddy's having a party. And he's got Queen Bee and Hurricane Annie working as, like, hostesses. I'm pretty sure he wasn't too happy when the caterers showed up. (laughs) (laughs) I want that entertainment, though. (laughs) The the guy doing nunchucks in his Speedo, which leaves virtually nothing to the imagination. Yep. Too much. Yeah, Dolomite's uh, men outside kind of hijack the I guess, catering team they distract him and they beat the hell out of him and you know put their clothes on and bring all the food in like they're the catering yep. team do the old switcheroo there's some assassins there yep and uh well his girls take care of the assassins and then a giant brawl breaks out that it does at the party until somebody pulls out a gun and shoots jimmy not jimmy <laughs> Yes, Jimmy got shot. Oh, man. I have a one note here. Ernie Hudson spanking that girl. What is that? I think I'm talking about Ernie Hudson spanking the girl. I'm trying to think when that happened. Was he one of the assassins? Ernie Hudson? Yeah, or was he one of Dolomite's he guys? He one of Dolomite's guys. Shit, I don't remember. Because it was right before the fight with the nunchucks. Because my next note is... Dolomite has to fight the kid from the Road Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's look low like the feral kid from the Road Warrior. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Honestly, I when I watched this, I fell asleep and I had to rewind like the last twenty minutes and rewatch it. So yeah. I don't I don't remember all the specifics. But yeah, I do remember Dolomite had to fight the uh the nunchuck kid. The feral kid. Uh, Annie killed Mrs. Cavaletti. So Miss Cl- Mrs. Cavaletti did not die from the house falling apart on top of her during sex with Dolmite. I see. Annie killed her. Yep. And then the police busted in, started taking names, because Blakely's good at his job. You know, <laughs> he, he finds out that Dolmite and Cavaletti are together, so he gets both his men, almost, except they escape. And they get taken to the, the torture house, and uh, Dolmite uh, gets Cavaletti racked up on the, the human stretcher, torture rack, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And he unleashes a cage full of rats. Now away at his balls. In his <laughs> groinal region. <laughs> I didn't know rats would just eat balls like that. You can keep them hungry enough, they will. I guess. It's like pigs and people, right? Through his uh, through his boxer shorts too, but uh, yeah. So from there, Dolmite is getting chased by the sheriff, old uh, racist ass sheriff. Mm-hmm. Gets shot in the back. They got a clip from that. This is the final clip in the movie. Yeah, we think that's it for Dolmite. Yep, but. Your career is over, stud!
motherfucker think I'm dead. But he don't know I am the human tornado. <laughs> That's it. Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, he had a uh, just metal. Like a bulletproof. His yeah, like a bulletproof vest. And uh, it's a it's a little bit of an unsatisfactory ending because the the racist ass sheriff gets off. Yeah, he gets, just gets away, away, and then Dolmite's just I don't know, he's just laughing. <laughs> it was a weird a weird way to finish it. But maybe a more realistic ending because he can't take on the whole sheriff's department, right? That's well. It was since it's uh, a racist institution. He isn't gonna be able just to kill them all and get away. So well, if they think the, he's dead, it was the Abel Monty sheriff? I guess that's true. Then if they think he's dead, then you know he can kind of go underground. Yep, do his own thing. But uh, that was it. The human tornado. Yeah, pretty short uh, watch. It is. It's an hour and uh, thirty-six minutes total. That's right. Actually, 93 minutes on the DVD. Yeah, but it is 96 um, when I was going through it, when I had oh. display up. Maybe they just have the wrong time on the case. Yeah, that's what it is. Here's a fun fact. Um, there isn't really any fun facts. Yeah, IMDb has zero trivia. Yeah. There's some goofs, but I don't know. I don't know how interesting the goofs are. I mean, they talk about, you know, his, in the beginning when his um, outfits keep changing over and over again. It's because they had to call together a bunch of uh, different scenes from different performances. Yeah. I, I'm i a little more forgiving on that because I kind of figured, you know, maybe it's more of a montage than just a continuous scene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we already gave some history for uh, Riggery Moore on our Dolomite episode. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, you've listened to that before this episode and seen Dolomite and or the Human Tornado. And if you haven't, you should. We encourage it. It was a part of our exploitation focus uh, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. We did that. We did coffee. Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Live and Let Die. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do Live and Let Die. Bowed yeah. out on Jones that and I did. Was Roger Daltrey in that one? <laughs> I don't believe so, no. That's The uh, movie drone told me that Roger Daltrey was <laughs> James Bond. Yeah. And Guy Pierce directed it. Something. I don't know. <laughs> there was a Guy Hamilton. They were thinking... He was a Bond director. They were thinking... Of, well, they confused uh, Timothy Daltrey... And Roger Moore with Roger Daltrey. Timothy yeah. Dalton. Timothy B. Dalton with Roger Daltrey and Roger Moore. And then uh, Guy Pierce with Pierce Brosnan. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah, I saw, I saw that on Twitter. I wasn't exactly sure what they were getting at at first. but Oh, you, you know, didn't, I, you didn't see it. that? Or you didn't hear that episode? Oh, not at the time I saw it on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. But we don't need to go on about movie drone. Talking about Dolomite. We don't want to drone on about movie drone. It's not TV drone. It's movie drone. <laughs> I get that over here at Watch This Movie. Don't talk about TV. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. Anything else you want to add? Uh, no. You know, it's just a fun movie to to watch and talk about. Uh, obviously, it's not not all that famous these days among yeah. certain circles so i think it's good we kind of get the word out that uh y'all need to check out the human tornado if you haven't seen it yeah it's definitely a might be a a different style of comedy than you're used to yeah or been exposed to but it's a very I think, influential one um, back in the 70s and i always like to say like you know people complain about uh, race relations today and they think they're so bad and you know it's not perfect but i think i would say we've made some progress since uh since the days of dolomite yeah a little bit a little bit i think people are a little more conscious of conscious of 
how they treat people and and uh the differences between us but you know it's always good to go back and see just how terrible some people had it back in the day yep all right well you can email us at watch this movie at yahoo.com check out our website at wtmwatchthismovie.com follow us on twitter at watch this underscore movie or brett at positively wolf one and uh, please rate and review subscribe on itunes stitcher apple podcasts uh, many different podcast apps. Yep. Merch coming soon. We'll get you the deets. Yep. Other than that, we will check you later. Guess we'll see you around. All right. Check you later. Bye. Wait, man. Why are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking check about? Check you later. Check you later. <laughs> hey, man. You're off my case.